Uh, also talk so much about cost of living uh, in this country. I mean, it's on the minds of all of us for very good reason. It's absolutely higher than it has been for a very, very long time. Uh, the inflation rate hit its highest level in almost 40 years last month, 7.7%. I saw a report that it's 8% in Calgary. So, I mean, second highest only to Vancouver. Um, and interest rates, as you know, have started to proceed on a steady march higher and they will continue for a while and uh, that will only accelerate. We haven't seen economic turmoil like this in a while, quite some time as a matter of fact, and we've heard from some experts here on the air. We had a guest on, I think it was a couple weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, talking about oftentimes the way these kinds of inflationary periods and interest rate hikes end is in recession. And there's other people who have said, yes, we're, we're headed for a recession. But there's also people who say, no, that's not necessarily a foregone conclusion. We're going to chat right now with Michael Veal, who's an economics professor at McMaster University. Michael, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us. Very happy to be asked. Now, you're here to say that Canada, we're not in a recession now, and you don't think we're going to be in one anytime soon, right? Sure. There's no guarantees, right? There, yeah. There's always a chance. But I think the balance of probability is that we'll avoid a recession, and, and particularly in Alberta, of course, the, the strengthen, strengthening in oil prices is going to make a difference there. And I think Alberta is particularly unlikely to have a recession. When we take a look at recession and we throw this word around, what does that actually mean? How would we know if we're in a recession? Well, the formal definition is negative growth for two successive quarters. Uh, and it's somehow, I think that definition doesn't always, isn't always that helpful. Uh, but it is likely true that the economy is going to slow down, but the economy has actually been running pretty well lately. The uh, unemployment rate's pretty low, around 5%. Um, it's possible that that will inch up, but that's not the same thing as going to a negative growth. Yeah, you mentioned um, employment rate, unemployment rate. It, it, it's record low. We, we've never seen it this low. So how does that fit into the concept or the possibility of a recession? Um, where does employment factor into a typical recession? The people who would, who would be forecasting a recession would be saying that the unemployment rate would start to go up, and probably we would be looking at unemployment rates in the 7 8 9% uh, with a typical recession. It's essentially because the economy isn't moving as well, there isn't as much demand for goods, people start getting laid off, and that causes unemployment. So when we have the measures that we're seeing now, right, we're seeing uh, interest rates going higher and uh, trying to cool things off. And uh, when those things happen and they do cool off the economy, if they're successful as it slows, um, is a recession possible? I mean, is, is that a sort of a, a, a line to walk if you're the central bank and if you're government? Is there a balancing act there in trying to cool things off but not cool things off too quickly and too much? Yeah, that's exactly right. It's a balancing act. Uh, but there are a lot of positive forces going on for the Canadian economy, particularly I just mentioned for Alberta with uh, the energy prices, but uh, other yeah. places have other positive things going on for them. And so those are going to counteract some of the effect of the interest rates. But it is possible that uh, the monetary policy will end up too tight, and that could push into a recession. I'm thinking that's unlikely, but I don't dismiss the possibility. Gotcha. Okay. Now, when we talk about the situation that we find ourselves in, we're not alone. We know that countries all over the world are dealing with similar things. So as we see other governments and other bodies acting to try and cool off their economies, how susceptible are we to things that are beyond Canada's control, things that could happen elsewhere in the world that may have an impact on what we're trying to do? Yes, that's right. The United States, in fact, has a worse inflation problem than we do. 
Um, they are going to be tightening interest rates at the same time we do. So it's not really just whether our central bank gets it right. It's, it depends somewhat on whether the United States uh, Federal Reserve gets it right and whether other central banks around the world uh, get it right. But I think we're in a relatively privileged position. Still, if the United States goes into recession, we're almost surely going to as well. Um, so if you're a Canadian, you're listening to this, and we're seeing the price of you know everything going up, is there a way that we can sort of as Canadians insulate ourselves? Is there steps we can take to make this less dire of a situation? Uh, perhaps. I think the problem is that most of those costs government money. Yeah. Um, and our governments, particularly our federal government, is, is already uh, borrowed a lot of money during the pandemic, and now we'll be looking at borrowing more money. And so, for example, you could imagine uh, they would try to have a temporary tax holiday for gasoline, uh, just like has been proposed in the United States by uh, President Biden. Uh, the problem is that the United States government is going to borrow money to pay for that uh, yeah. reduction. Um, would Canadian governments be in the same position? Well, they, they could do it, and maybe it would be good to, to break the inflationary cycle, but the downside is, of course, that it's always tough when you're, when you're having to do things with borrowed money. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tough time for sure. Um, Michael, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us this morning.